The Lord be with you. Educator Stephen Covey has said that the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Now, his words really speak to me today as I find it so easy to get distracted from the main thing in life, that one all-important thing that matters most. I can so easily lose sight of that. And I think that's why I am so drawn to a scripture text that I want to look at today as David models keeping the main thing the main thing. I'm looking at a Psalm of David, Psalm 27, verse 4, as here we see David laser focused on the main thing. David writes, one thing, one thing I ask of the Lord, that will I seek after. To live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Notice here that David speaks of his determination to seek that one thing. And David is writing this at a time that he is besieged by enemies. That in verse 2, David compares to wild beasts that are eager to tear him limb from limb. I, I say this, just emphasize that David is not on some peaceful mountain retreat wanting to spend time with God. Whether David is in a desperate situation. There are many things that might compete with the one thing that David says that he wants. As David is surrounded by enemies, as he is threatened, as he is nearly overwhelmed, David says one thing, I ask of the Lord, that will I seek after. Now, isn't that interesting? David says, I ask the Lord for it. So I, for my part, I will seek it. Notice how David turns prayer into action. David wants to do his part to get what he asks. He seeks to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Now, when David says that he wants to live in the house of the Lord all the days of his life, I mean, he's not talking about taking a sleeping bag down to the, down to the tabernacle and camping out there. Just a reminder that the temple has not yet been built by David's son Solomon. But David is not. He is not talking about living in the tabernacle for the rest of his life. He has responsibilities. He has things to do. Rather, the house of the Lord represents for David, as it does for us, it represents the presence of God, that you and I can know wherever we are. So the one thing that David wants, and he wants it more than he wants anything, the one thing is to live in the presence of God in constant communion with God. And I have to oftentimes stop and ask myself, hey, Tim, are, are you keeping that the one thing, the main thing in your life? So I'm very much needing to hear this from David, who is, after all, a man's after God's own heart. Think about David. He is surrounded by enemies who are wanting to kill him. You know, the one thing I might have wanted would be just some peace and quiet or maybe some hand grenades and bombs. But David wants to live in constant communion with God. Let's follow David's thought here. 
to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That is to do two things there. One, to behold the beauty of the Lord. And two, to inquire in his temple. Well, what a great phrase this is. To behold the beauty of the Lord. I don't think we talk enough today about the beauty of the Lord. The Hebrew word here translated as beauty, it's translated elsewhere as favor, kindness, pleasantness, graciousness. We might say that David has an agenda. David wants to live his life enthralled by God's goodness and favor. So David's main thing is to behold that beauty, favor, and grace of the Lord and and he says to inquire in his temple. David is talking about that presence of God. David wants to live close to God so that he can inquire of God. He can, he can ask questions. He can seek the will of God to know it and do it. Now, if, if you looked at the books of Samuel and Chronicles in the Bible, you would see in those books of history that David's life was characterized as one who inquired of God. He inquired of God's will. While Saul, on the other hand, he did not inquire of God. So, for instance, I refer you to 1 Chronicles 10, 14, where it says, Saul did not inquire of the Lord and the Lord turned the kingdom over to David. So David is determined. He's determined to seek that one thing, to behold the beauty and favor and grace of the Lord and to inquire of him. Now, look at, look at what follows in the next verse, verse five. For, for the Lord will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now, in the Eastern culture of David's day, you go to a king's house, a chieftain's house, a sheik's house. That house would become for you a sanctuary. You were safe there. You would be protected there, cared for. No one could harm you there. So follow David's thought. By living in the Lord's house, in communion with him, David experiences God's protection and provision. And so can you. Now, it, it feels like we're in the midst of a perfect storm in our nation. I mean, all at once we're hit with a pandemic, with lockdowns, outbreaks of lawlessness and violence. It's a hard time. But in this time, God is calling us to keep the main thing, the main thing. And to be like David, single-minded, laser-focused. One thing I've asked for the Lord, and I'm going to seek after it. And God's promise is that he will hide us in his shelter in the day of trouble. Stephen Covey was right. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. David, thank you for reminding us of what that is. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler on the Pilgrim Way. Thanks for listening. Until next time.